Hi, I'm Terry Naturally. And I'm Dr. Lynn Wagner. And I have over 50 years of experience and knowledge in health and nutrition. And I'm a medical doctor with a passion for holistic health. We come together to offer you unique viewpoints and expertise as health advocates around topics that deal with today's health concerns. And always for your good health. So let's get into today's topic. Great to see you too, Mike. So I heard, oh, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, I heard we're talking about the heart today. Oh, I think that's very special. Very special. (laughs) Um, So many things we could talk about with the heart, but I was going to, I wanted to start because I have a couple anecdotal stories that I think are really important. I've had a couple people in my life in the last six months um, suffer from heart disease with either irregular rhythms or heart failure or blocked arteries. And it really made me think about how here these people are, now their heart is damaged and there's not a whole lot we can do once the heart is to that point to reverse that damage. There's things we can do, don't get me wrong, and there's some miracles that happen and you can definitely optimize it. But once that heart structure is damaged or tissue is dead, you're not necessarily going to get it back. Right. And I know with these people looking at them that they've lived years of life slowly doing the damage, but didn't know they were doing it until they finally had the event that was like the final boom, right? And it just made me realize how many of us are walking around with this slow heart disease process starting to happen and blockages happening and rhythm problems that could happen for different reasons. And if we had could only back it up and start taking care of our heart earlier, we could prevent all of these really sad disabilities. We could prevent almost everything. Right, right. But I mean, like the the... the the time, by the time you get your heart damaged and your heart's not functioning, it's really not very good. You feel tired. You can't breathe. You don't have that zest for life. And it's not like you can all of a sudden just change your diet and get it back. Like, it's done. It's gone, right? Uh, there are some things you can do with what's left. For, I, I totally agree. And you should do everything you can with what's Absolutely. left. Absolutely. Um, but I think it's really important to think about it. If you're someone that doesn't have a heart problem, what can you do not to get one? Of course, there right? are you know, food, of course, number one. For sure. The foundation of our health. Right. Um, magnesium mm-hmm. is a heart mineral. Yes. Uh, French grapeseed extract mm-hmm. is extremely beneficial for CoQ10. cardiovascular. CoQ10, absolutely. Do you, so I start all my patients after the age of 50 on CoQ10. You probably would recommend earlier than that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and especially if they're on statin drugs. For sure. Whatever for sure. age, whatever age. Well, and that's a whole other issue. People, I, people aren't as bad about this now as they used to be, but people used to be terrified of fat. And I know you... <laughs> are not terrified yeah. of fat. Um, people have to realize that there's a difference in fat. And people have to realize that cholesterol is a beautiful thing. We need cholesterol it's to our make friend. our hormones. It's we our need friend. cholesterol for so many things in our body. And so it's not, we don't necessarily want to get rid of our cholesterol. We don't want to stop eating eggs. We don't want to stop that type of stuff. It's, it's beyond the cholesterol. It's beyond the fat that matters. Yeah, there are days that I eat up to 10 eggs a day. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, it's my lifestyle, you know. It's, 10? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't do that every day, but there are, um, you know, I have three in my protein drink in right, the morning. Right, right. Three do you, raw, do, do, you three. do them raw? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, then I may have, uh, for lunch, I'll have, um, you know, six ounces of salmon and two poached eggs. Okay. And a cup of berries. Right. And I get home at night, you know, I get home late. Um, I don't have time to prepare food. Right. You know, I live alone. Right. So, uh, you know, I'll scramble three or four eggs and, you know, so they're... You know, three, two, three more, four right, more. Right. So, hey, it could be I 10 eggs. I think I've gotten to six before because I have I have between two and three eggs every morning. You can't beat eggs. No, you can't. I mean, 
price-wise right. and what the value you get. Right. And there's 13 nutrients in it that... I 100% agree. I mean, it's it has so... And the, and the protein level is so high biologically that all other proteins are based on the value of the proteins that are from eggs. Right. The only thing I would say is, you know, that's or not the only thing, but pe that people are terrified of eggs be from a long time ago because of the whole cholesterol We have been so thing. brainwashed. People associate eggs with heart disease, and I would say it's actually the opposite. You're probably preventing, I mean, I can't go out and say you're preventing heart disease with eggs, but you're obviously you can making yourself you healthier. You can say it. I'll let you. <laughs> you let me say it. You're definitely making yourself healthier if the other part of your diet is also healthy. So that's that's the whole thing. So what do, what do you think is the most heart healthy diet? Um, do you even think the ketogenic is the most heart healthy absolutely, diet? Absolutely, absolutely. But no, the choice of the fat is the problem. Right. Because there are good fats and really bad fats. So we should not say fats are bad for us. There are some fats that are bad for us. But then again, there are some fats that are very good for us. Right. Uh, like olive oil, like avocado oil, like macadamia oil, like pecan oil. I would say coconut oil. Coconut oil. They're all good for us. Mm -hmm. um, I really have an emphasis on olive oil. I agree with that, 100%. Uh, I mean, it's, it's uh, uh, Mary Flynn. She's a professor at Boston University. Okay. She's been studying olive oil for three decades. She said it's the only food that has a greater effect on every disease imaginable. It's amazing what she is. I mean, she is very, very uh, savvy on olive oil. Mm -hmm. She lectures all over the world. Uh, she has written several books on olive oil, co-authored. Um, olive oil, but I just came back from Greece a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And they say the same thing, it's medicine. It's not food, it's medicine. And I ran into one gentleman that his father at his mid-90s, still working on the farm. Of, they have an oil, uh, olive orchard, mm -hmm. 700 trees. He's still working out there in the in the olive uh, olive harvesting, and years ago he had a very bad stomach, and the doctor he went to prescribed a cup, a cup of olive oil daily. That is hardcore. First thing in the morning on an empty stomach, and a lot of the Greeks and a lot of the Mediterranean countries insist that it only be taken on an empty stomach. Right. And then. Uh, breakfast about 10 or 20, 30 minutes later. And they never drink coffee with their meal. It's always 20 or 30 minutes later. Like when you go into the parlor later and they have, when you have a meal and you sit down and you have your cup of tea and your cup of coffee, it's always later after, not with your meal. Right. You don't drink coffee with your meal. Uh, they're so much more ahead of us. I mean, um, they don't go to the grocery store so much. They go to the garden right. and pick their fruit, vegetables, take it in the house. And, and for the, we obviously can't do that a lot. Most of us don't have our own gardens. But I think um, and one thing that people need to realize with olive oil specifically is the, the type they buy. Yes. Because if you mm -hmm. go to the grocery store, there's going to be oh, not, maybe, not maybe hundreds of bottles of olive oil, but there's a lot of bottles. Pretty close. So it's just either buy it in the tin or buy it in the dark green bottle. Make sure it's good right. quality. Don't, don't buy it in a transparent bottle. No. A light affects it. Right. Heat, a light, heat, right. heat affects it. Uh, but here's another thing too, that um, the oil itself, olive oil, mm -hmm. is no different than macadamia or pecan or uh, avocado. Mm -hmm. They're all omega-9 fatty acids, oleic acids. What makes olive oil so unique and so different is the level of the polyphenols. Right. Um, the polyphenols, so, and the only way you can determine whether or not there's any polyphenols in olive oil is by tasting it. I was going to say, is it that smell and that taste? Taste. Yeah. Primarily taste. And it's like wine. You taste wine by a sip and you swish it in your mouth. Um, 
you don't take olive oil. I mean, excuse me, you don't take bread and dip it in olive oil and taste it because you're tasting the bread. Right. Uh, yeah, it's, it tastes great that way. <laughs> I was say, that tastes pretty good. <laughs> yes, but you take olive oil in your mouth, of, like a tablespoon. Right. You swish it and then you swallow it. And you should get a very spicy, peppery uh -huh. taste in the back Best of your taste throat. Ever. In, in fact, to the point of going, <laughs> cough a little bit. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. you're coughing, you know. Well, and that's hard, that's probably hard to source locally, I would say. Oh, no. Olive oil well, like that? No, well, I don't know about locally. I you uh, all my, order online. On, yes. Right. Um, you know, I've gone through bottles and bottles and bottles of olive oil looking for the best ones. Right. And I've come down to about two or three that are really very, very high, high polyphenol concentrations. So specifically that Moroccan one that you... That is excellent. Okay. The Moroccan gold is I'm good. I'm switching over. I'm going to yeah. switch because I, yeah. I just buy the big dark jugs at the but store. But you just go by, go by the taste. Um, yeah, if, I'm going to start... If, if it has over. a nice, fat, buttery taste, right. it's not so good. Right. You want... High polyphenols and all the fruits and vegetables, everything, chocolate, coffee, tea, uh, fruits, vegetables, they all contain polyphenols. Mm -hmm. So we, we should be getting about a thousand milligrams a day of polyphenols. And there are some supplements now that are out in the market that contain 250 milligrams per capsule. Such as? Uh, it's a combination. Okay. Like curcumin, mm -hmm. like French grapeseed extract. Yep. French grapeseed extract is 80% polyphenols. So if you have a thousand milligrams of Grapeseed extract, you've got 800 milligrams. So that of would be equivalent to eating a bunch of berries and. Absolutely. You still should yep. do the berries and everything, yep. but it's probably a nice. Uh, apples are very high in mm -hmm. polyphenols. Uh, propolis is very high in polyphenols. They're all different. Right. And green tea is very high in polyphenols. So let's talk about like the top 10 foods, maybe five to 10, one would eat on a mostly daily basis for op op to optimize their health with the caveat being that it also means that you should remove sugar, right? So I'm not saying that Avoid sugar. you can't just eat a terrible diet with lots of processed mm. foods and sugar and then add these foods in and get health from them. That's not going to work. No. So we're talking about if you're already eating a very healthy diet, which means not a lot of sugar and really no processed foods at all, what could you strategically add in your diet most days to optimize your health? Because well, I think first, this is a really good take-home point. Yeah, the first things we should bring back are fruits and vegetables yeah. and berries. They're very, very high in nutritional value. Specifically blueberries, raspberries, uh, yeah. right? Um, aronia berries. They're very, they're very new to a lot of people. Um, there's millions of acres in Europe that grow aronia berries. Do you eat them well, dried then? Uh, <laughs> the problem with them is that they're very tart. Oh. No, I, would say, I wouldn't say tart. They're more, uh, they're, they're astringent. Okay. They make your mouth kind of pucker up. Okay. Uh, so I throw them, throw them in my protein drink. Sure. I put a cup of... Aronia berries. Frozen? Uh, yeah, frozen. Okay. So you can uh, buy those at the store frozen. Do uh, you won't find them too much in the stores because people just don't buy them. Okay. Uh, they don't understand them. So you source them from some... Well, we, we, yeah, we sell them in health food stores in some places. Right, okay. Uh, but there are a couple of companies now that are in Iowa and Kansas that are now farming and, oh, and selling are? Aronia berries. Okay, good. A huge, huge crop. How do you crops. spell it? Um, Aro, A R O N I A. Okay. Aronia berries, black choke, black choke berries. Okay. Uh, Poland and Germany are growing hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of acres of Aronia okay, berries. Okay, good. And okay. you can buy the juice. Um, but so, in addition, and, and I think what important people think people need to know is it's hard to find fresh berries, especially dur during different different seasons in the U.S. Yeah. Frozen is totally fine. Frozen, I would say, is just as good as eating the fresh fruit because usually they freeze it right at the source, so it can it keeps a lot of its nutrients. Yeah, we did some gene studies on aronia uh, berries, mm -hmm. and uh, our research scientist who's doing the research on the gene study 
that it is unbelievably, it's a, it's a bomb of nutrients. Uh, it's just packed with nutrients and antioxidant benefits. Um, what would the second thing be that you'd recommend? I would say wild salmon. Salmon, fantastic. Would be great. Yep, I buy, I buy the fillets, about a six to eight ounce fillet. Mm -hmm. um, I buy canned, what I, I, I don't like, the, it's still good. Right. Um, and I like to make patties with it. Mm -hmm. Um, like little salmon patties? Yep. Yep, that's good. And eggs, always top of my, right. my list. Nuts? Nuts, seeds, yep. Um, what vegetables specifically do you think of? Well, the way I look at it, because I don't use too many foods from those that, below, that grow below the ground. Right. High in starch, high in sugar. Mm -hmm. uh, so I recommend everything above the ground. So broccoli, cauliflower, Lettuces. Brussels sprouts, lettuce. Uh, um, all those that are above the ground. Right. Um, and then I think the other thing to think about with physical or with heart disease, so we covered some of the supplements and nutrients, we covered the diet, um, physical fitness is critical. Right. So sedentary lifestyle, inactivity, desk jobs has been just a huge cause of heart disease and, and suffering in general. Right, definitely. The heart needs um, to be stressed. Also add the magnesium. Yes. Add the French grapeseed extract, yep. pomegranate, another one. I didn't one. say pomegranate yet. Pomegranate is excellent. Do you think eating the, plant, the, the pomegranate seeds is as effective as taking like a pomegranate supplement? Not, not as strong. Not as strong, Not right. as strong. They did some really good research on French grapeseed extract with, with uh, plaque in the arteries. Um, plaque takes years to accumulate in the arteries. Mm -hmm. So when you take the French grapeseed extract, the study was one year. And some people say, oh, do I have to take that for one year? That's so, you know, well, yeah, how much, you're 70 years old. You, you accumulated that plaque in your arteries right. over 70 years. Right. One year is not a very long time. And they actually saw reversal of plaque, right? By 35%. Right. By 35%. I don't know of a drug thing can, that can do that. Now, those people that were on the control study that did not take the French grapeseed extract, they took a placebo, mm -hmm. they added 9% plaque in that one year. Interesting where those that were on the French grapeseed, they reduced it by 35%. Wow. Same with pomegranate, same thing, almost 35%, same kind of study, same kind of results. Pomegranate and French grapeseed extract is very, very powerful for cardiovascular disease. No way about it. Better than drug. One thing too that I just wanna add about the heart disease thing is that we've seen a lot more recently with um, is having a healthy immune system because there are certain heart conditions that are caused by viruses. Oh, absolutely. So you get a cardiomyopathy mm. that also can be hard to review, reverse. And um, ha having that healthy immune system, you wouldn't think that that's important for your heart, but it's actually really, really important for your yeah, heart. Right. Because virus can attack any, any, part, any of part of the body. Of body. Yeah. Right. So obviously the healthy diet, the exercise, the polyphenols, antioxidants, all those things help to boost your immune system as well. So it's like anything in medicine. We, we talk about one subject, we're talking about the heart, but everything we're talking about that helps the heart is helping the whole organism, meaning right. you as a human being. So it's it's not as complicated as people think. Yeah. Right? And all the things too that we were talking about, you can't forget sleep. No, no. Yeah. So people that stay up too late and uh, watching TV, doing the screens, doing games and all these kind of things and not getting no. eight to nine hours of sleep. I mean, 
deadly. When you go to bed, you you charge your phone. You because right, <laughs> right. you want your phone to right. work. What about charging yourself? That. I might actually use that for one of my doctors. Oh, you can't. You can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. No, I mean, you have to, people need to start viewing sleep as like a charging station. Right. I love that. Absolutely. Because if you, if you don't do it, you're going to wake up half dead. Yeah. <laughs> your phone's I half dead. That. I can't stand yes, it. Yes, <laughs> right. That's a good one, Terry. Yeah. Well, you should market that one. Yeah. Good. Um, that's really good. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize. I mean, obviously. So as an ER physician, I have spent years very sleep deprived, working night shifts. I did that too. Not not working where you did. Right. But I would stay up all night to right. five, till midnight and get up at five o'clock and go to go to the office. Right. And, you know, I thought I get to get all this stuff done. Right. I got you know, pretty soon I was like, wow. Yeah. My it, nervous system. I I was mentally not there. I felt depressed. Exactly. A, a mental state. The whole thing. So I 100% agree with you. And then the stress and what it does to your heart. Obviously, we're talking about the heart, but um, yeah, I totally agree with you on that one. That's a good one. Yeah, good, excellent. Awesome. All right, well, so fun talking with you. Let's change the heart, right? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Fantastic. See you soon. Thank you.